We're okay. live. We're live. <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty. I. It's been a minute. It's been a few minutes. And if I knew math, I would do it right now and impress everyone. But I don't know the certain amount of minutes it's been. But it's been a few. It's been a oh few. Um, and wow, have the times changed since we last checked in with all of you. Oh I my God. Was that... I know we were just talking about it, but then I'm an idiot and didn't do my own like, research. Was that in fall? September, I think. We were like truly babies in this, maybe October. I think it was September, but we were okay. still babies in the state. Like it was, five, we had been here five seconds. Like We were in our happened. first semester, but it wasn't summer B. Like we went through summer B and it was our first like yeah. true semester. I think that's what it was. Exactly. Summer <laughs> Summer B of you because I do I, I totally relate to that like I feel like we're in our freshman year of life and our freshman year of Manhattan and I feel like the weeks so like July leading up to like when Kelby left or like went back to school that was summer B and then fall term like started then through Christmas break and then we came back for spring and our lives are ruined but like not so that's kind of the that is what you missed on Glee here. That is a, a thing, a quick thing that you missed on Glee. But I mean, I feel like we've still gone through a lot of funny times in yeah. the fall and winter. What I feel like we got really lucky with our New York winter, though, because it wasn't too brutal. Yeah. Um, I only remember a couple of times going out being like, I hate this because it was like I felt like I looked like the Michelin man having to dress up and go out. Like yeah. when it was cold, because you could only like truly dress smart. And then I was like, so now I'm ugly. Like, not that I'm like hot, but you know what I mean? Like, it was just hot. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Emily, I have to still self deprecate. That's my brand. No, no it's not. Um, I, but I agree in terms of like, yeah, I felt like I could just go out with a light puffer and I was like, fine. And I was just like, it was so, it's so funny how like in the past weeks I was like, God, man, like I totally evaded like seasonal depression. Like winter didn't get me. Like I'm, I'm home free. And then life was just like, Badoosh. like, I don't even know what the sound would be. It would just be like, it was, it was like at that moment she knew she fucked up because she yeah. challenged no, seasonal depression. That- on that like just giving our audience kind of an update of our whereabouts we definitely want to make this episode and like touch base just like our entry back into your lives whatever that may be or look like right now but um and we don't want to make this too much of a downer either or more talking of the news than there already is everywhere but I am still in New York and Mm -hmm. Lex is in back home in Tampa. So we're we're safe as of now. I think um you know, we're staying healthy, staying smart and just trying to make the decisions day by day. At least for me. I I mean, I'm having a little like kind of fire under my ass of like do I leave now or not? And I've been trying I think I'm going to make like an end of week like kind of decision whether like reflection that's on it. Yeah if I need to like dart or not, I just don't know. This is such an odd time. No one knows what life is really going to look like in the next couple of months. And how I was looking at too, is how different life looks from even just like the past few months, but we definitely had some good times in there. So I feel like highs, lows, like despite it all, like we're, we're going to get back to that for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, for sure. It's, it's just like the unknown of it all, but I think you're right. It's like, I think if we just look forward and like something like, I don't know what happened and maybe that's just like the naive, like optimist in me, like somewhere. Cause I can be a pessimist as well and realist, but like something just like, like clicked in me today. And I just like looked at my mom. I'm like, mom, I feel like this is going to end like within the next two weeks. Like truly that still does seem like a long time, but like, are you serious? You really think, I mean, I feel like if people, like, truly, I think people are starting to, like, click and get it together, like, this past, like, day or so, and, like, hopefully through the end of the week that, like, this isn't, this isn't, like, I mean, we still joke about it on TikTok and stuff and Twitter, but, like, 
truthfully the whole you know going out in like large groups and everything like I think people are starting to truly understand that if they cut that out like this could get better sooner but it's gonna get worse and stay like how it is longer if everyone doesn't change what they're doing now so I feel like there's a there's been a little bit of a shift I mean it's hard to say and again it's just like trying to like get out of the paranoia of like constantly looking at the news and like looking to see what's you know all the little things that are happening it's like I'm trying to not like stay ignorant but I'm trying to like stay like yeah not so like clouded with that I guess there was a good like tweet uh, of a lot of bad tweets but there was one good tweet that kind of said like I was talking to my therapist or family or something today and that only absorb like as much news or information as you can to protect yourself and to be smart and to make the right moves and anything else is just like you're overflowing your cup and you're gonna like you know the champagne's gonna go everywhere so just like be I think that is something I've done to help myself in this time is like especially still being up here and just feeling like the now it's just a weird time because like they're literally putting mandates in of like how life is gonna change and like normalcy is just like not a thing so you know it there feels like there's no escape but at the same rate I've been trying to tell myself every day like you're fine like you know feed little truths into your mind that like you're okay and we're gonna like get through this and then just be hopeful that you know be hopeful that something there's gonna be some kind of goodness around the corner that comes out of this which I think we'll dig into a little bit later on today absolutely um but then I guess going back before the BC, before what? Corona. Before Corona. Oh my God, that needs BC. to be working it's title. BC. Yeah, it's the new BC. Love it. Before Corona. What, um, what, yeah, you go first. Like what was, you know, recap me your life BC, like before Corona. <laughs> As most, well, I mean, how far do we want to go back? Do we want to touch on fall? Like what are our pillars here? You know, like. What, I say this we can like out. randomly pull and you know I feel um, like I'm sure if I tell a story it's going to trigger a story of yours and vice versa so you can like kind of do yeah. a little you know ping pong of that and um I, I get or to... <laughs> what <laughs> I forgot how to talk Lexi I've just been in this apartment alone like talking I mean, literally that like lady on the bus meme where she's just like talking to characters and like acting out her hands and all of this stuff it's horrendous the camera pans and it's like no one's there and I told I told my coworkers that on slack today not like the talking to myself thing but I was like do you guys ever like frame your mind like or life or narrate what you're doing because I think I was just I was over typing kind of like what I was doing and up to but it was helping me like get my process out and I was like gosh sometimes I just pretend I'm on like Ellen or something and I just (laughs) I'm talking about my life and narrating an answer. And so I was, I was like, they were like, what? And I was like, let me give you an example. And so I like started talking about today and I was like, yeah, well, you know, I, you know, I really think the content strategy we're putting out right now is super strong and effective. And we're just here to support people. Like we're not, we want to meet them where they're at. And I think that's exactly what we're doing. And we're bringing the right attitude for it. Like that's an answer I would give Ellen. And it's really healthy because like you actually are talking about your life and like the good things you're doing in truth and like in third person. So it's actually an exercise I think everyone should try. Pretend you're being interviewed by like your favorite person ever. Oh, I've definitely done that a few times. Or like I'll pretend like I'm giving a monologue on SNL and it's just mm-hmm. like talking through whatever BS I did that day it's really love it, love it. I agree um but I guess like I get uh hmm, I don't know I feel like we've definitely had some interesting start with dating. what I feel like we are we're on a slight delay it's like Al Roker doing the weather no it's like <laughs> guys we're really technologically advanced right now we, we are on separate a- FaceTime that's on mute so we can see each other's face and then we're going really off of no this. I'm just talking to you, you know, don't you think? Oh, yeah, no, that it really helps a lot. Um, yeah. Should I tell a story or do you want to start on a topic and then tell a story? I don't... Love your I truth, feel girl. Like I really want to just hop into the 
the hilariousness the of starting say that again <laughs> this is where the outworker of it all is happening no uh the west village date what what was my west village date the oh the pizza guy yeah no you okay. know what i interrupted you i i interrupted you you go with what you were gonna go with <laughs> wait chat me what you think I was gonna say and I'm just gonna start so I thought I thought, I thought you were gonna go into this date story but no you go into you you're about to say joining something well no I mean I guess it was gonna lead into that I was just gonna say like it's funny how BC I started to finally like get into like bumble and hinge dating and oh that's the date you're talking about <laughs> yeah it just like a light bulb it just clicked in my head um it's an emergency <laughs> but um <laughs> oh no okay that's not pizza guy no no that was that was fashion week guy yes yes okay okay so i feel like my dad has definitely come home during this and can hear everything but whatever that's that's the I, I literally that, me, so. no, that is the worst though because even when we would record this or i'd be on the phone with kelby It'd be, of course, like 2 a.m. And then my mom's like, you guys were solving the world's problems. And I was like, and I'm always just like, it's like every keyword she wouldn't have like wanted to hear. It's like, blowjob. Like, <laughs> everything. Yeah, with Kelby, you don't know what you're going to be talking about. You um, really do these days, no. <laughs> shout out to Kelby. Um, but yeah, no, I was going to say like BC, it's like I was finally like starting to get into trying like bumble dates and hinge dates and like just or just like going on dates with people I've met and um of course this poor guy like we went on a date I'd say like two or three weeks ago and then like before BC we were like oh you know like let's meet up this weekend never really would come around but he was still nice enough to be like oh I still want to like see you I still want to hang out I was like okay like that's like that's cool normally you give each other like the week like grace period to ghost and if you're not then I guess you're in it for a little bit so um so finally seemed like it was gonna like link up this past Thursday and then that was when like the shit and the universe hit the fan and I was like I don't think I can meet up tonight (laughs) and then like fast forward two weeks later he's like yeah like where I work is closed so I guess I'm on vacation now I'm like me too. I'm back in Florida. So yeah. I don't know. What- yeah. No, it did kind of cause a disruption in like everyone's personal life, like in, on so many levels. It's just like absurd. Like, I feel like couples that aren't like living with each other, like, wh- what do you do? I, I mean, obviously, I guess you can FaceTime, but that can get stale. No, worst nightmare. I just like, yeah, you would have to you'd have to go back to just like pure texting, FaceTime, see if it works, but it like phone calls, God forbid. Yeah. I can't, I can't say I would like want to be dating someone right now. I feel like that would just be an added annoyance, you know, not in a bad way, but just because you couldn't like, you couldn't date the person the way you want to date them, you know, which is like have actual dates and like, you know, be around and like, to me part of the fun of like you know dating in New York is like a having this like playground to like go to new places together and hang out and like do a bunch of fun stuff so when that is deleted out of the equation like you better you better really fucking like each other yeah, exactly <laughs> or like and I would never I would never like quarantine up with a guy like no matter how much like how into him I was like I just I would be like nope like here's a one-way ticket to your mama like I don't want to see you for eight weeks (laughs) I know like before I feel like that the equivalent of that to us was like oh I would never like sit through a hurricane with like a guy I'm talking to at least that had like an end in sight I would do eight hurricane Irma's right now you don't know how much I've thought of that like our junior year hurricane that was like I think hit us the worst in Gainesville and I'm pretty sure most of us stayed put in Gainesville yeah that was one of those where it was I mean we're Florida girls through and through so like we've seen you know the light of day on hurricane season but 
I think that was one where they were like, oh, actually remaining in central Florida, which is where UF was, you'll, you'll be less likely to be impacted. You'll just get kind of like the aftermath. Mm -hmm. So we really only had like one bad night. I remember that was like Christmas. It was just like, oh my God, the hurricane's coming tonight. Like, what do you think (laughs) happened? And like- we we'll wake up and it's like clear skies. No, We're like, oh. up, it was like the clearest skies I've ever seen. We had so much like, of course, because Kelvy and I go to Publix and we literally get like, God, do we get two or three bags of Reese's cups? You know, like it was just like, our our list was like not going to sustain any kind of disaster. But like our disaster plan was like, oh, if it's really bad, hopefully we can just drive home after where there will probably be like a tree in the middle of my house, but like, we'll work it out. (laughs) So we never lost power. And I remember too, I have such a, which is why I've kind of been watching it this week, but um, that was the week of hurricanes where I binge watched Siesta Key season one. And Mm -hmm. it was just like such a pure time in my life. Like I remember just like being up 2am because I couldn't sleep, but like there was freaking like rain pounding on our windows, but I was just like, I felt so secure. And then Kelvy was like sleeping in the middle of our, so we had a townhome and Kelvy, there was a little, you know, it's like you go upstairs and it was kind of like Jack and Jill style, I guess. We're like yeah. bedroom on either side. And then we had this little like carpeted area in the middle, which we always called like our kind of like, it would honestly be like our quarantine room and or like command, like what is the like name for it? Like command central. Like we would go in and be like, okay, like, that's where, like, all the shit, that's where we, like, debriefed every night, we, like, talked through everything, we would just be, like, laying there drunk, like, in between, and Kelby moved her mattress to the floor there, and slept, like, in that area, because she didn't want to be by a window, and I was just, like, yeah, I think I'm gonna risk this one, and, like, <laughs> but, like, I had a huge yeah, literally, Carly Rae Jepsen theme song in the back, like, got it, I'm in. <laughs> Honestly, I'm adding that to my uh, playlist I'm making right now, which is currently titled State of Emergency Box. But um, <laughs> when I get it in a good place, I am going to share it. I might rename it, but um, I will share oh that. Oh, my God. You. Share it to the pod Instagram. Yeah, yeah. No, I will share it with the crew. Um, and I think y'all will like it. That'll sure. be good. Um, speaking of emergencies, now I know what story you were <laughs> hinting at. <laughs> so, West Village. Um, that was like, that was someone who I had met the week before in Brooklyn when I went out with one of our friends, Maggie. Yeah, he and in I forget. What? He was like, you met him in person. Yes, I had met him in person. Um, but it was like one of those things where it was just like, yeah, we don't have anything in common. And it was just like right. going through and it was like. Mm-hmm. and like once the like date itself I guess was done it was kind of like I guess it could have led to a point of like let's walk around and la 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 and I was like <laughs> and I just was like done I think it was probably what nine o'clock by the time it ended yeah. I feel like and I was like okay I have a feeling Emily still wants to go out we talked about it a little bit before I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna like go so I basically yeah. told him I was like my friend's in a crisis I have to go meet up with her right. if yeah. he like knew you personally and that that meant anything to him instead of me just being like a normal adult but granted that was my first like getaway from a date so I was like my yeah. friend's in a crisis I have to go <laughs> it's so nerve-wracking like you don't know what to say in that situation so you're just kind of like oh no, I feel like I feel like guys now to easily just be like, yeah, well, bye. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I feel like the best is just like kind of peace out, like sort of just like I I always, yeah, I feel like just give them a clue into like you, you either have plans after this or you're planning to wrap your night another way. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go home. I have, that's why I think a weeknight date, not that the Friday night date was like wrong in any Mm -hmm. point, but like, Sometimes with a weeknight date, you can just be like, oh, sorry, like work tomorrow or something or like, oh, I got to exactly. go at least in the beginning. And then you like know if and when you want to like spend more of the evening together. But yeah, man. Well put. Well put. How is that? Uh, should we should we dive into your little dating escapades or no? No, you know what? My I, you know what? <laughs> No, I 
I feel no, I feel totally fine about it. Um, I think, I mean, it, it honestly, it is more just comical now from like a, a personal standpoint, how different my life was six weeks ago and how different everyone's life was honestly six weeks ago versus now like we were watching I, the bachelor I was watching the bachelor like I was kind of I'm sitting at my little like kitchenette table now and I'd be sitting here with my roommate Nicole and we would be just like shooting the shit like talking through our day we're still facetiming every day and like chit-chatting and everything and, and being there for you know support especially in these like kind of changing times but you know shooting the shit going through every guy problem going through like every kind of scenario and just like, well, I don't know how I feel. And I don't know if I like that. And oh my gosh, well, like, I don't know what decision to make. Like, this is just crazy, you know? And then I'd go to work and like post Instagrams for eight hours and be like, oh, so tough. And then like come home and be like, oh no, like, I don't know what to do. And then I, I mean, honestly, it was just a nice, like, it was a great like start to 2020 in terms of like the pure, blindness to like what was going to come and I think the I'm like I'm happy I had those you know times and moments to like stock up to like okay we started the year off like good I was having a good time I was shooting the shit like dating a little bit and um just enjoying my time and having fun and you know everything seemed on cue but obviously it's just funny I think when things don't um work out in a way or or plans change you're always like you know what no like uh, at least me and I get it like I'm not people probably don't approach dating or like things like this to me but like something wraps and I'm just like you know what no they're like there was a reason that like we kind of crossed paths and came into each other I mean I it was not listen it was not the extent to where I'm like oh we came into each other's lives but like I think you just meet someone and you're friendly for a while and then you're not, you know, or, or vice versa, or what's you end up staying together or not. Yeah. And, no, milk, no milk spilled. I feel like that's a phrase I yeah. just made up, but. What does that mean? Yeah. I like you. <laughs> no milk. Like, you're about not- to be like, yeah, no, for sure. No, I was literally like, totally. Um, what? <laughs> no, I get what you mean. Like, no, no. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I, there's no, I, I don't approach things like that, which I think is, I, I, it's so hard man but like I think I don't I'm too like altruistic and like hopeful for what could come or and I'm getting better about like transitioning that less into like especially I think now in this season of my life will be a huge time to just learn how to freaking like take care of myself and love myself for what I am because I think and I hope anyone you know like who's maybe like struggling right now realizes like this is just a time to like really when you're literally all of us are being forced to isolate in a way or maybe we're with her families but we're like quarantined or like Uh we're kind of like our jobs are the same or maybe they're not the same maybe people are losing their jobs but like you're literally like our lives are getting scrapped down to like the bare essentials so if you don't want what you have if you don't love what you got if you don't like you know if you don't wake up every day and just say or like I'm gonna freaking do this and I'm gonna like I'm gonna be okay today you're not gonna like I'm not, I don't want to say like, you're not going to get through this. We're going to, but it's going to be more, what a more joyful way to do it just to be like, I'm going to be present in whatever it is. And I think that's a great lesson for me in this time too, of just like, you know what, don't try to like mood board or like be so caught up in the future that you're not just like looking for your moment. So in that sense, I'm grateful for how I started my year and how everything kind of lined up. And yeah, no, I think sometimes things just pass, but what I was saying there in that sentiment was like, you know, you look at things and you're like, oh no, it didn't work out. Cause like, you know, it's okay. All in God's timing, right? Like it's all going to work out. Like universe has a bigger, better plan. And then universe was like, uh, yeah, plans are going to really fucking change <laughs> for real. Uh, nothing. Yeah. But the universe was like, pause. <laughs> no, no. It was really I'm tired of this show. Pause. <laughs> I'm done. Or like the, uh, I always think of like Toy Story 2. I always, I was like, I don't want to play with you anymore. (laughs) We, but we, the only thing that's like universal in this like experience is that we all felt that same hit. So like whatever, whatever was happening before, whatever is happening after, like, we're just going to really have to trust. And I think that's a greater lesson that we can apply to like, dating or your friendships or your relationships like hold what you got tight and never oh my god never regret anything and I don't like I just 
really like I'm trying to teach myself to just like learn to have fun in the moment so much but um yeah I think all, all we can do is just like be ourselves and be who we are in that moment and um, you gotta bring it to the table because we're all worth a lot in different ways. And like, uh-huh. I think you gotta, and you gotta stay true to who you are. I struggle with that sometimes. And I want to just like, I want to adjust parts of me or like who I am or a moment just to kind of like, not necessarily please someone else, but just to make a situation easier. And I think this time too is teaching me like, I'm, I'm equipped with who I am and what I got. And in a time where I can, I can't, this is not a time to be like greedy about getting new things or changing up. We literally are down to exactly what's in front of us and, and we gotta, we gotta stay grateful. And I think, I think you and I do a good job of that. It's, it's key to our friendship and why we're so close to. Wow. Well, I'm Ellen and that was a great little speech, Emily. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Now we're going to have a dance break and we're going to be back with a game of Never Have I Ever. Oh my God, no, can we? Actually, I just watched the coolest YouTube video and I wish we were like quarantining together because Uh they just did, it was like, what was it? Like truth or drink. And so it was tell a truth or drink, which I think we should play on the show. Oh my god, we need to. The, yeah. Oh my god, that would be so funny. We need to figure out. And it, it, it's like it's like, ra- it's like racier questions. It's like who's like the dumbest person in this conversation, or who is like, um, have you ever faked an orgasm? Like, what's your <laughs> biggest fantasy? And but. It would honestly be like not safe for work, so I don't know if I'd love it in pod form. But we can come up with like other questions. With other like do it. Okay. Um. This. Okay. That can be our like emoji question for people to drop in our next comment on our next photo. Yeah. Or or message to us. Yeah. What should the emoji be? The emoji should be oh the castle emoji because we're all in our castles. There you go. So. Yeah. Guys, you heard it. DM us the castle emoji. If you're listening, you made it to this point. So we know, okay, we have this listener and you're never leaving. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> stick with us through these quarantines. Yes. Quarantine. Yeah. DM pod, the castle emoji. Just so we know you made it through. Yes. Um, and after this, we'll be right back with some little, I guess, tidbits into looking forward into the future and our new segment we're gonna start um with which is movie of the week i know yeah movie of the week it is that is like the pitch movie of the week and like one we can all watch together but maybe we can come up with like a fun name for it in the interim or maybe our fans will come up with one who knows there you go like really brilliant like that so we'll see that'll be it okay be back after this little break hey guys and we are back from our quick little break (laughs) jesus i i'm just gonna tell everyone what happened so um plot twist when we say we're going on a break we actually just take two seconds off and then we start talking again but i thought i would be a cool little stage manager and go okay countdown ready Five. Trying to be like Freddie from iCarly. Like five, four, three, two. Freddie is a little shit. Unpopular opinion. I thought Gibby was hotter. Like that's like where I stand. Gibby was hotter than Freddie. Well, I liked Freddie, but then he annoyed me because he was so obsessed with Carly and she obviously didn't care for him like that. And I was like, why are you wasting your? like energy on her but then he got Sam so much hotter for him you know mm-hmm. he got him in the end so I'm like why and bother did you watch Sunny with a chance mm, I don't think so I watched like I guess wasn't there like a version of it that was like two minutes like they would oh, do like awesome. yeah they would do like sketch comedy like in the like hallway of like a high school or something like yeah. I watched that, but I never watched like Sunny with a Chance like religiously. No. Oh, I know you're you're thinking of like in between the bell or something between the bell. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was different. But like Sunny with a Chance was like the kids that it was honestly a pretty good plot. It was like kids and they work on like a TV lot in L.A. and like one is a sketch comedy show and then one's like a teen drama 
And so like the kids kind of like fight and stuff or whatever. But uh, Demi Lovato's character, Sonny, falls in love with Sterling Knight from Mackenzie Falls. Yeah, Sterling I Knight. remember him. Like, he was such a teen zaddy, like, for his time. And I remember their chemistry, like, this forbidden love sort of thing. Just, oh, my God, on the floor. Like, still on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. Well, no, the best was the Miley-Jake um, romance that, like, lasted. That was the first thing I did when I got a Disney Plus access. Like, my brother, A, like, was the best family member of 2019 and just, like, texted me the day it came out. was like, hey, I got a Disney Plus and made you, like, a profile. And I was like, I love you so much. (laughs) First thing I did that night was I watched that he could be the one, part one and two. Oh, my God. That's so good. Me and Jake. Like, that was... That was sixth grade me being like, this is dating. Like, this is what happens. You have two men and there's always a triangle and they fight over you. And But they're okay with your decision. That's the thing. The guys know about each other and they're like, we just want you to be happy. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> like, reality. Fire, like reality out of. That makes me think I need to rewatch now. Oh, shit. I need to rewatch the episode of That's a Raven where it's like the star search in their high school. Did you ever watch that episode? Oh my god, no, I forgot. Oh my god, it was like that was that was like an episode of TV was, where uh, I was like, this boy, could happen to me. Emotion. Is that it? No. This one it had Paul Abdul in it randomly. And basically like oh. the setup of like the show in that episode was they have like an undercover like judge like work at your high school like as like a janitor or like a teacher and basically it's like undercover like star so then they're like finding the next like teen star at the high school but they're like an undercover and basically the whole setup of the episode is raven and everyone thinks that like this one guy is the undercover like employee but he's really not but they keep like doing these elaborate dance numbers for him and he's like wow these are cool and then it like they find out it's not him in the end it was really paul abdul who had been like nowhere in the episode and she's like well no one's performed for me and she just leaves but it was like oh my god like oh my god i remember what you or yes i don't remember this now yes the dance numbers out of it, like the one where like Chelsea is like doing like the tap jazz number in the hallway, and it's the song about the hallways, and then the one with Raven and she sings the song Shine, and I think I still have it. I added it to my Spotify. Which, God. <laughs> listeners, I just want to say I had to call out Emily <laughs> privately yeah. the other day because you put up your favorite songs from Ice Princess, and you. Decided to blast my favorite song, and I wanted to cry. I said, "Worth the skip." It could be interpreted so many ways. Like it's just a per. I had to give one bad accolade to a song. All of them are great. It would not have been soundtrack of the day if I didn't even pick a soundtrack today. So I need to pick one tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But um, soundtrack of the day, I wouldn't have picked it if I didn't think it was a great album or soundtrack. But um, I had to give one like a mediocre rating. It's okay. It's fine. I'm I'm mediocre, so that's why I like. It. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! It's gonna ruin everything. Okay. I'm actually very happy that we're quarantined away from each other because we yeah. need the space. Just kidding. We need the space. No, I'm just thinking of the time we're gonna have when we go back to Penny. All this. No. Space. Okay. And don't like. I am gonna jump out of my seat at that, and I'm only saying that because Lex and I are still FaceTiming on our phone, so we can like see each other if you didn't think our penny farthing basement party wasn't happening before it is so freaking happening now i don't care it doesn't even have to be it's not for our birthdays it's like the week they open i'm calling them and being like here's my thousand dollar like check we're we're having a party right now actually i think the basement's free and yeah we just invite people and like bring decorations we're doing it like we like I don't care if it's just us and like two other people it's our party and like no we're running out the basement it just that's it and honestly it'll be a better self-isolation like activity just because that's okay I don't want to bring up like the virus in the room again but um my take is that like they're gonna let us all loose and then everyone's gonna get it at once which I guess is the goal they just want us to get it at like dispersed times you know Mm -hmm. but like my take is, like, as soon as we're out, like, clubbing or going to bars again, we're all, like, done. Well, God. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Me? What? 
Yeah. Oh, oh, our producer just texted us. Oh, she did. Are you guys still good for nine? Nine fifteen. Can you reply to her? Yeah. Yeah. Nine fifteen. Um, that's gonna be our movie. Uh oh yeah, let's share, I guess, what our movie of the week is gonna be. Yeah, that'll be a good little interim before we um go into the rest. Um, so we this is honestly inspired by Morning Toast, which is another podcast I love, but mm-hmm. I guess back in the day, um, I like 2018 when things were good, they used to do movie of the week, which is they would watch, assign a movie and then all of their community and followers or listeners would watch it. And then they would discuss it on the show. So you could like listen and, and laugh along. Not, they, not, they did not watch the movie live, nor is that what we're doing. Um, but we're going to watch it and you watch it on your own time. And then on the next episode, we'll have a portion where we're recapping the movie and we'll assign the next one, which will kind of be a fun way to stay involved. So what's tonight's movie, Lex? So tonight we're going to be watching Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Now, I guess it'd be fun, I guess, before watching it to give both of our, I guess, either predictions on what the movie is like if we haven't seen it before or our like most recent memory of watching it if we have seen it before so we can give our like little pre like thoughts on it so you have seen this or uh, yeah I'll I'll go first um so I was the one who suggested this one um because I was just going through Netflix and I saw it's on there I have seen it but the last time I saw it was when it first came out which was in I'm going to look up the date, 2009. So that was middle school. Yes. Oh my like God. Sixth, but. seventh grade. Yeah. I definitely saw it at, I want to say I saw it at Regal. So cute. Avenues. So cute. I don't think I saw it at Tinseltown. And I definitely saw it with two of my friends in like school. And I remember it was like, didn't know who Emma Stone was because like I was too young to have seen Super Bad at the time. And I think that was like the only thing she had done before it. Or Easy yeah. A was probably, like, coming out right after this. Um, and then she did La La Land. It's like, I don't need to do any type of cheap rom-com anymore. Um, Matthew McConaughey in his, like, 10th rom-com, like, classic but like role. But, one, you know? Yeah, this was the last one. Because then I think he, like, kind of took a break. Yeah. And then did, like, Dallas Buyers Club and got, like... An Oscar. Like, yeah, got accolades and was like, I don't need to do this anymore. And we're like, crap, can we, like, go back to this, like, Ugh. How to Lose hockey? a Guy will have to be a movie of the week, too. Oh, yes, we have to do that. Any any poster where there's a leading man being pulled by his tie or neck accessory by another actress, so that's what we need to watch. I need that. I need to start doing that to guys, like, when I take pictures of them, like, just ripping that and being like, hey. Um, yeah, just like pull them by the tie. I have also seen the film and I have such good memories. It's a very like feel good film for me. This was one of those that like in middle school, um, I feel like that was the age when my mom started being like chill with me being home alone after school. Like she would pick me up, drop me off and be like, okay, we're going back to the office. Um, like see you at dinner or whatever. be good. But that was just like such a level of like oh my god independence at the time that it just felt like amazing and Mm -hmm. so um I remember this was like one of those HBO films which like my parents were like full access to the tv they were not like tv blockers at all but like I knew it was like just racy enough that like I didn't want to watch it at the time with my parents so like it was one of those HBO ones where like they replayed it eight times during the week that it premiered. And so like every day I was like catching another glimpse of it or another part, like in the afternoon to like watch the whole thing. And I just felt like so cool and enthralled. And I was like, this is amazing. And another fun fact about this movie. So Jennifer Garner is one of the leading ladies and there are flashbacks to the past because it's kind of like Christmas Carol vibes where there's like ghosts and they travel back. The girl that plays younger her is the same girl that played um, Jenna Rink, 13 year old version and 13 going on 30 it's the same actress oh they got the same girl that's so cute cute? yeah and they were the movies were five or six years apart so um the fact that they They really did a dig on that casting wise and they're like let's just get her that's so nice so that's kind of a fun fact i have so excited for movie of the week i think this will be fun i think it'll be good and that was something too i was gonna say like i forgot which is like she was another like kind of rom-com darling of her time because like 13 going on 30 was so iconic and like 
I honestly, like, I feel like sometimes I forget, like, this sounds kind of dumb, but I forget that that's a rom-com, and I think of it more just as, like, a teen icon, like, movie, rather than, like, rom-com. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to our society, I like- yes. <laughs> but... I said a pillar to our society, yes. <laughs> it really was. Like, well, that was... That movie, 13 Going on 30, I have a special memory of that in my mind because that was the first PG-13 movie I ever watched. Oh, wow. It was one of my first two. Yeah. And I watched it because my um, my babysitter at the time, like, brought, like, eight movies, like, up for options to watch while, like, she was watching me. And it was, like, Snow Dogs, Beauty and the Beast, like, Lion King. And then she had 13 Going on 30 in the lineup. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. And just like, also, I remember, I don't know about you as like a young girl. I remember being so obsessed with turning 13, like not 16, not whatever. I remember being like, I want to be 13. Like I was just Mm -hmm. so excited about it. Yeah. No, that was definitely like a thing to look towards. Summer, I uh, turned 13. I had my, so it was right. My, I I have a back to school birthday, which inevitably is worse than a summer birthday because like, your friend group would always change at the beginning of the year. So you never knew who was okay to invite and like what was going to be PC. Uh-huh. Anyway, my 13th year, um, it's beginning of eighth grade and I'm having a boy girl party for the first time. And it was lit. It was at the bowling alley. We did a cosmic bowling sort of scene. Um, my crush came. It was great. I got my hair done. I looked amazing. Um, and beyond that, I remember making an AIM status and Katy Perry's Teenage Dream album came out that summer. And I remember being like putting the lyrics to Teenage Dream, like in my bio and being like, I guess it's a teenage dream now, you know, like BS. And so oh my God. Looking back, that was like a poor branding move, but I, I do stand <laughs> by it still. That was my brand. No, that's very perfect. I was trying to find, cause I know I went to go see for my, I guess it wasn't my 13th. It might have been my 12th because, let's see, 2009, if I was turning an age in 2009, that would... 12. 12? Yeah, because I was born 97. Damn. Because I was going to say, for my 12th birthday, I guess, I went to go see Twilight New Moon with my friends on opening day. Oh, my God. Because it, like, it synced up with my birthday perfectly. So I was like, yeah. we're going to see New Moon. Um and I remember I saw that movie probably like three times after. I, and I wouldn't even consider myself a Twilight head. That's not even what Twilight they call head. themselves. <laughs> I am doing a little BTS. Hey. Um, but I remember that was pretty, like, that was a pretty bumping party because everyone wanted to see that movie and then not didn't want to hang out with me. That was just the side, <laughs> the side caveat. It was like, yeah, yeah I want to go see Twilight. Oh, and it's Lexi's birthday, I guess. <laughs> no, because uh, no, because if you had a big ticket party like that, like a movie or like a movie that maybe someone else's mom wasn't going to like let them see, people mm-hmm. totally like wrote off your birthday and just were like, yeah, I'm going to go. I had that. Yeah. No. I, mean, I remember in high school, like anytime you were going to have dinner at a nice place, people like dove into that invitation and like. I always did it the right way and like we paid for the entire party's bill and I just invited less like I didn't want like this thing I knew a bunch of girls that would like have the cheesecake factory birthday and invite like 16 deep which like in one of those long booths at like cheesecake factory please kill me and then they make everyone pay their freaking bill and I'm like I'm not like it's a different story when we do that as like grown-ass women because we're all ordering like drinks and like having a time or whatever and we're all freaking employed but like at the time like come spend like $50 at my 14th birthday like no screw you Maddie like it's just not gonna happen I didn't know Maddie so like it's fine I can use that name Maddie Pruitt I'm just kidding oh my god we do I don't know would people be interested in like a batch like get a rose coming back in any light because like we're not even gonna have a new season of the bachelorette you heard they canceled it right they cancel canceled? I thought it just got postponed. I think they halted production to the point that like they're gonna have to cancel it. Or or they do something which has never been done in Bachelor Nation and they maybe wait to do her episodes in fall. Oh right, because she would have aired during the summertime. Yeah, because what's gonna happen to dancing? Like this just messes up ABC's entire lineup. Like I bet they're freaking out because oh my God. um usually they're doing like 
then Dancing with the Stars comes back in fall. And they finally got in a good cadence with Dancing with the Stars where mm-hmm. they just only do it in fall now. They used to do fall, spring, and then I think it just like was too much. It was over, yeah, overload. And it was overload then with Bachelor too. Then you're doing two nights. So they just, they know Bachelors, they're like ticket in like gravy town. And then Dancing with the Stars in fall is fun because I think inevitably people like, miss having like a monday night show so they end up tuning it like they complement each other but they always have a monday night show and like i don't know what they're gonna do oof that's true i didn't even think about it like that i just thought it was funny because tyler's tyler c's best friend who was originally in claire's cast is obviously now back like chilling with tyler c and hannah yeah in jupiter florida yeah which I don't know what you think about Hannah going back to hang out with him, but I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I don't, I don't like, w- they were talking about that on toast the other day too. Like, does he really want to be someone's like fourth pick? What is going on? You know? Well, I guess he truly was the second because they did hang out, but then it's kind of, they're each other's fourth pick right now. So it balanced out because they hung out. Remember like right after her, after the rose, yeah. When she asked him out for drinks, like, there were pictures of her, like, leaving his apartment or the other way around, I guess. And then he immediately started dating Gigi. That, which was, like, the highlight to our summer, knowing that they were dating, like, in New York City. And here we were. Remember when that was news, Lexi? Like, remember when that, like, fulfilled us enough? And we were like, whoa, oh my God, I better get to bed. That's crazy. Like, that was news. I remember we like did our own like mini tour like after and we're like oh my god this is where they had that picture taken of them by the trash bags because I, I, I I've kept a bunch of like business cards from um and yeah, did you see our producers text so funny um we um what was I gonna say we went to Bleecker Street Bar was it it was my birthday right no it was the night before my birthday why were we going out then. Well, your was dirty dancing after like the day after your birthday or the day of or the day before? It was like Labor Day weekend, the Thursday. It, yeah, my birthday was on a Wednesday, and we hung out. Yeah, we hung out Tuesday the night before. I forget. Yeah, we might have just gone to like get a drink at midnight. I don't really remember. Yeah, I think that's what we did. Cause in like I remember a lot of the places were not like popping, so we're like. Okay, but that was when we had the iconic cross with the guy who's like, sorry, I'm not like it. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, sorry, I'm not like it. We can't even say the whole thing because it's like offensive, but yeah. passed by a guy that was just like dancing and on another tirade. That's like the saddest thing. Like, no, I'm walking down third yesterday and like all of the places, all of our favorite bars, like all of our restaurants, like all of the places I've been to, like on just with friends on dates like freaking just shut down and notices on their window like hey and like the schmackery's cookie place like the one in east village they were still serving customers and i saw nypd literally come in and write them a ticket for like still having people in like that's the state of it oh my god sad just like insanity can't even get a schmackery no so sad man but no End on a positive note. End on a positive note. I think in just the smallest tidbit we can lend everyone, I think these are times that we are totally going to get through. And I think the worst part that everyone is mutually experiencing is that it's an unknown of how long it's going to be and how, like, where it's really going to take. And you hear things like it has to get worse before it gets better, like, there's going to be weeks and on end of this, like life won't be normal till I'm not, you know, I don't want to say it, but like next year, like there's literally speak of that, you know, and yeah. we, I think we're relevant, but something I was reflecting on earlier. And I, I think we touched upon before we started recording and everything was like, when we started um, like the pod and like even years ago when we were just like, you know, it would be fun. Like this would be fun to do together. Like this, you know, every time we would talk at lunch, like literally at our sorority house, it would just turn into like, we were cackling and just like laughing and like having such a good time and like would could talk about it like a topic and it would still be interesting and different things. So like we didn't just hop on the train when it was popular, like 2016, we were doing this. No, we were. And I think there's just a lesson in that and that keeping like, this is a time to, 
keep your relationships close, even when the distance is growing larger. And sometimes that's really scary. But we, if you're ever feeling it, like, just talk to someone. That's what's been helping me through each day, too. It's just like, I call a friend, I'll be eating my lunch, I'll FaceTime Kelvy, I'll like, run an errand, I'll, I'm, what am I saying? I don't run errands anymore. <laughs> I run to my pantry, I call my mom, or like, I call a friend, you know, just like, yeah, I think, keep this all in perspective that this is, um, and this is totally, I don't know, what are you feeling? What is your, what is your take for how we're going to dream ourselves out of this? Well, I think it's really good to, like you said, like still keep your contact, keep, you know, the people that were bringing light into your life every day in person, like even if they're, you know, down the street, states away, it doesn't matter, like still don't cut those people off and don't forget. And I think it's kind of easy to like slip into the mode of like, I'm in my room, like no, like still reach out and connect with those people even beyond just like texting um I agree with that also like like this is a creative outlet for me like you know just sticking to what you find to like meant like mentally stimulate you um and sorry my dad sent me a RuPaul gif and I'm very confused because I didn't know he knew who that was um (laughs) anywho um but just like to like to stay creative stay like stimulated somehow just so you're not like turning into a vegetable um and also you know just to pull as a wise man once said whatever it takes I know I can make it through um that is from Degrassi and (laughs) I thought you were gonna say like Tyler Cameron or something um that was actually uh Al Roker said that and it's really it's something that I think about every day. Um, no, but I, I agree. It's just, this is where we are. We have to, like, we're accepting it. And I think right now, then the next stage is just to be, well, how can we make this into something positive? And I think a lot of people are. And I think, you know, we're fortunate enough to still be working from home and having a job and just, like, think of those who don't. And, um exactly. No, that, that's been some of my biggest prayers and, and thoughts this week is just like the people who's not only are dealing with the, you know, just environmental like shift that we happened all of our lives, but the craziness and quickness to losing jobs, like not having income, all of this stuff. Like the biggest thing I've been tasked to do is to just like shift the way I think of this. If anything, I've been like tasks in my work and like working in more social media to be like, okay, what kind of content can we have fun with now and produce so that people feel good and that like we make them feel positive in their lives. And and that isn't gets their mind maybe a little bit distracted. Like we're finally using it for, for the good. We're not like, we're not even really pushing our business that much. We're literally just being there for people, which I think is a huge sentiment that we can all um, shift our perspectives to just help one another be really be kind in the words of Ellen. I am Ellen. <laughs> hi. What's it like a good Ellen like voice? What is her voice? Is it like, hi all? Because I feel like when Kate McKinnon does, she's like, hi all. I'm Ellen. But like, I feel like that's not really. It's like uh, this morning I found out. It's like it's kind of just like you know. I you'd, you'd have to give me something to say. Um, like, talk about how you adopted a dog from PetSmart. So this weekend and I, Portia, adopted a dog. <laughs> I can't. You know what I mean, though? It's just, it's a little bit stiff in her jaw, but it's, like, kind of, she always, she has very dry humor, so, it like, it always, the punch always comes in smooth, you know? So it's, like, you know, Portia and I thought about really expanding our family, and since we can't do it biologically. <laughs> yeah, like, and people would laugh. Yeah, I get it. We went to Pet Smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll work on our uh Ellen impression for next episode but I, I know I really believe and and something too I don't know if this is too like drama mcdrama like for the pod but something I was thinking about today was I went back in my iPhone just like organizing things or looking at old notes and I found some journals and just kind of like notes and like life notes and and 
moments I was capturing from this time last year and this time the year before. Mm -hmm. And um, to reframe, two years ago, I was a junior in college and literally all I wanted at this time and what I was still struggling with was like getting a job, like finding an internship, like wanting that so bad. And then like the job and company I'm with came around just in that time. And then a year ago, I found my notes and all I was wanting was an apartment. And I was like trying to manifest it just like, you know, I just want to feel safe. I want to feel secure in this decision. For background, it it wasn't, I mean, though an apartment is very hard to find in New York, it was more the sake of, I felt very in the unknown of like, who am I going to live with? Who am I going to be? Is what is the situation going to look like? I just felt totally blind to that. And I was very scared by it. And both those two things, although very seen much like, oh, okay, white picket fence wrapped in a bow, not big problems. I see that like in good time, like everything is provided for. And I think we'll look back on this time and see just how much was provided for from like our patients and our our idea that like, okay, there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of this and we're, we're going to make it happen. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show. This is Ellen. Thank, thank you very much. No, I'm going to get trashed in the comments. I'm going to get trash not even comments but people are gonna find a comment section and like leave reviews and be like that emily is just such a like pretentious bitch like she's oh my god no no your dream interviewer is ellen and mine is wendy williams so it's okay we feel if i was on the wendy williams show i would actually like pee my pants i would be so happy i will say though we're either gonna have the greatest new york summer if this gets like lifted and we can just be joyous we're gonna be careful and cautious but it's gonna be the best ever or Mm -hmm. the bars are still down we're finding a beach house somewhere or we're moving back to jacksonville and we're gonna have like a low-key 1960s style oh my god i don't know why i just like stuttered over my words 1960s style like no technology beyond like working remotely and then just like live all day, like sunshine, remoteness, everything. Work at a smoothie shack or something, honestly, yeah. at that point. No, I mean, this could re think about it. If like we're smart about this, like all of our college friends, once like some of the bars are up and you can start seeing people more, like we're going to be able to all reconnect. Yeah. I think it's going to, it's like, I think it's going to be something where we're going to look back and be like, okay, this was kind of for the better. Like, I think it's, yeah. I think honestly, even though we've only been in New York for, you know, just under a year, I think it did get to a point where I felt like we were moving very fast at one point. And like, this has kind of forced us to, like you said, like stop and like stick with the bare necessities and kind of like reevaluate yourself on a personal level. And it's, I know that part I honestly haven't totally hated so looking forward and we're gonna keep recording this has honestly been even though it's not totally in person like we're making it work and we will eventually be in person to record again but I'm glad we're starting to really pick it up so me too I'm really excited Awesome. Oh, and I guess should we make the plug if anyone wants to guest and if they know how to do that? If anyone wants to join as a guest, I'm pretty sure the like cast recording we use allows for more people in this audio. And I think the specific like program too is now like lifted a lot of their premium features so that people can do this more now. So if you'd like to be on the show or just come be a fun guest, we are happy and more than excited to have you and you can talk about whatever you want to teach people how to get a clue on or just like come and chat there you go awesome well what i said to the dm i was talking to the people not you yes slide in the dms um on that note our producer has been calling us because we have to start our movie yeah okay um an ice cream sandwich and then we'll figure out how we're gonna try out netflix uh party too the new like watch party that's been like tweeted on twitter i guess where one tweets where it's like yes well this is gonna save us during quarantine so we'll tell you if it actually fucking works because i feel like this is the type of thing that like could be really trashy and not but i, I think it'll be okay my guess is that our producer kelvy is definitely going to send the most messages throughout the movie <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm glad it's chat, but I think it'll be good. All right. Okay. All right. Well, 
Ta-ta for now. Godspeed. Be safe. Uh, yeah, live and let live. Let's do this thing. Awesome. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you.